So hello and welcome to this, the sixth in our series of podcasts brought to you by Thrive London and Good Thinking. My name's Tracy Parr and I'm the Director of Good Thinking, London's Digital Mental Health and Wellbeing Service. Today we're talking to Jack Appley, a young choral conductor who has recently started in his career and has his whole career and life ahead of him. Coronavirus has unfortunately meant that his life has had to go on hold for the moment and Jack's going to talk about what that means for him and what strategies he's using to keep mentally healthy. Jack will be talking to Richard Graham who is our clinical director for Good Thinking and a psychiatrist by training. Over to you Richard and Jack. Thank you Tracy and thank you Jack for making the time to share with our listeners what an extraordinary period of your life you've been living through. I think as Tracy was saying she really paints a very vivid picture of how one moment your life appeared to be going in one direction and then almost perhaps in a flash you found yourself having to think through all sorts of issues. So thank you for joining us today. You're very welcome, thank you for having me. Perhaps if we were to step back to that point in time where most of us didn't really understand what this thing called coronavirus was, let alone what sort of impact it would have, what sort of ideas did you have about this year and um, how you might be developing in your career and life? Well, January came, the new year came, and my diary was full of regular events, which I depend on financially and musically, artistically, rewardingly. But there was also new things. There were new things for me to look forward to, which uh, included supposed to be going to um, to Paris to be working with the Cœur de Radio France, the equivalent of the BBC Singers mm-hmm. professional choir out in Paris next month which I was very excited about it. I was been making my debut with them. And unfortunately, that's been cancelled. But in addition to the foreign work as well, I was supposed to be going up to the Buxton International Festival. Basically, all my work dried up over the space of a week and a half. But it was quite confusing because obviously, I don't know if you, it seems such a long time ago now, but when the virus was making headlines and making headway, particularly in the UK, there was a great sense of confusion as to what was acceptable and what wasn't. And I must say, particularly for somebody in my position, for whom if you don't go out to work, then you're not getting paid. You don't get any money to pay the bills. So even if you Mm -hmm. weren't feeling 100% well, there wasn't an incentive, there wasn't a clear incentive made by the government, the authorities, there wasn't an incentive to stay at home and to self-isolate. I had to go out and work. Uh, And it wasn't until that my employers came back to me and said, actually, unfortunately, we've had to cancel this rehearsal. We've had to cancel the concert. At that point, the choice was taken out of my hands and I had to stay at home and I had to self-isolate. And that was when the problem really became very real. Well, I think you were describing for us very clearly there that you started the year with all sorts of great opportunities and I guess for what is quite sort of early in your career, the chance of paid work. Correct. And then suddenly decisions are made, you're hearing from people who would be using your services, that the rehearsal, the concerts, etc. were no longer going to happen. Over what time period are you talking that that sort of news was starting to sink in? It all happened over about two weeks, Mm -hmm. very, very quickly. And it started off quite slowly. And then as everybody else uh, in the profession caught on, then the cancellations came through quicker and quicker. And the diary became emptier and 